So it's like you have two separate seeds. You have the one seed, which is I have a passion. I have a passion for law, for accounting, for sewing, for knitting, for yoga, for surfing, for music, for DJing, whatever it is. And then you have this other seed, which is I have a desire to be paid for this passion and I have a desire to do it in my way. Like I want to have my own business. So you have these two seeds, but then it's like, how do they infuse together? Like, how does this come together? Where next? And it can feel so overwhelming. And I know when I first started the sewing retreat, my other online business where I show people how to make sewing patterns of their own clothes. I remember when I started that, it did not start life as an online teaching business. It actually started life as a business where I sold ethical sewing supplies. So that was like organic fabric, organic trimmings, like those kind of things. And at the same time, I also freelanced doing pattern cutting. So doing what my online teaching business now does. I used to support students who didn't quite understand it and I'd really help them fill in the gaps and also help them with their patterns for their final collections. I would also just create patterns for people who didn't have an interest in that, but that was like a gap in their business. So it's like, where, where do you go from there? Like I was so just trying things out, but I just didn't really have a proper direction. I didn't quite know where I was going with it. I just kind of went with the flow. But through doing this, I really learned what kind of business I wanted. And through doing this, I learned so many lessons that I feel it's just such a shame if I don't pass on because through me living these lessons, you can understand more whether you desire to live them as well, whether you desire to go on these routes as well. So the sewing retreat started as a product-based business and I did my freelancing on the side and then I added printables. So like you go on Etsy, for example, you pay for a pattern and then you download it and print it yourself. And printables can also be like, you make a calendar, you make a checklist, you make a health plan. Like there's so many different ones, so many different ones out there that you can create. And then it turned into an online teaching business. And that's where I was like, yes, this is the sweet spot. This is the sweet spot. Plus I still sell the printables because they work in the background for me. So let me share with you what the good and the not so good, the flip side of having different ways of sharing your passion with the world. Because then you can make more of an informed decision as to what feels right for you. So let's start, go back in time. Let's do this in chronological order with how I rolled with it. So started off first with Let's say first with the freelancing. The freelancing and the product were kind of the same time, but the freelancing started before the product. So freelancing is incredible, but you are trading your time for money. So you have like a limited capacity as to what you can do. You only have a certain number of hours in the day, so you can only do a certain amount. Yes, you can charge more and more, 
but you still have like a capacity and an energetic capacity. And what if you get sick? What if you get pregnant? What if you want to take a month off? What if you want to travel? Like, how does it work? Yes, it can work traveling, but then it's like the clients have to be on board with that too. So freelancing was incredible to really understand what people did and didn't learn when I was working with students, but it just didn't serve my dream lifestyle. So then we come on to selling products online. So I basically ran this, or not basically, I did run this from various different flats I had in London. I kept moving like every couple years. The number of times I've moved is ridiculous, but that's a complete side note. So I would run this from my flat. So I would have the stock there. I would then parcel things out when I got orders, then go to the post office at my lunch break, because then depending on what I was doing, whether I was freelancing, I had various other like jobs, gigs, all the kind of things. Like, you know where it's like, you just try everything all at once. I've done that. I've had a million different jobs and random ones that look random. But again, that's another a story for another day. <laughs> so you then have that product side. And it was like, that was great. But then Louis and I, so my husband and I, decided we wanted to go and travel the world whilst working remotely. So what we decided was we were going to stay in a, in a place for a month at a time. Um, Monday to Thursday, we would work. And then long weekend, so Friday to Sunday, we would explore where we were. So we'd do it from Bali, Australia, Thailand, Japan, all the kind of places you would normally go to. So then it was like, what do I, what do I do? How do I do this from the other side of the world? How do I do this when I'm changing locations? And I was so, so grateful that my mom offered to send stuff. So I would do all the logistics. I would do the ordering. I would do all the delivery notes, all the like behind the scenes stuff online, like updating things, um, talking with customers, sharing content, all that kind of stuff. But there was still the fact my mom would then have to go and send them. And she didn't mind this. Like this was cool. But then we know what happened in 2020. Need I say any more? And things went crazy, absolutely nuts. And she had so many orders. She was basically working like eight, nine hour days. So many orders that this just went crazy. And I couldn't go and help because, you know, restrictions and all. And I was like, something inside me was like, this just isn't working. Again, this isn't working for my dream lifestyle. If, because I can't leave this responsibility with my mom forever. This was just meant to be a temporary thing. So if I take it back, then what happens? Then I can't move around. Then I need a location where I know I can go to the post office during the week. And again, it was like, mm, this doesn't quite work. Like, yes, this is enjoyable in some ways, but also I felt with the product-based business, I was so disconnected with the actual creativity of it. In the end, I kind of realized, this is basically a logistics business. I'm basically buying and selling. Like when you break it down, it's buying and selling. Yes, creating some of the content's cool, but the amount of logistics and the accounting for the labels, like the little bits, the trips of post office, all the things, it was just like I lost all that time doing the things that just don't light me up so much. Yes, I was spreading good in the world and doing this running this ethical business, but it just wasn't lighting me up. 
So that's the product side and that I sold just happened to work and I sold that side of the business. But whilst I was working remotely around the world and traveling at the same time with Louis, I was just, you know, starting to think, how can I create things wherever I am in the world and sell them whilst infusing my passion into that? And I actually have a friend in London who started working remotely years before anyone started working remotely and setting up businesses and she'd try new things. And one of the things she did was printables. She would create printable calendars and she still does now. She even has a course on how to create your own printables. So I was like, okay, so I can create printable patterns. I can create like sewing patterns that are printables. I can maybe create checklists. I could maybe create pattern blocks and things like that. And if those words don't mean anything to you, don't worry. It's all you need to know is printables. <laughs> and I was like, I can sell them no matter where I am. So I started creating these things and I started putting them on my own website and on Etsy because I'd already created my own website at this point. But that's, again, another story for another day. You don't need a website to start a business. You really don't. And so I had these printables I was creating. And... Again, it was like, yeah, this is really, really cool, but does it hit the spot? I was feeling like I just had lost that connection. I was creating things again for what I thought my clients wanted or what I thought people out in the world wanted. And they do, they want them, they still buy them today. They're still online, you can still buy them. But it just wasn't lighting my soul on fire. It wasn't like, oh my God, I'm so excited to create this. And I realized, and this is something I've realized more and more, the more I've grown in my businesses, that I desire connection. I don't desire just to like be in my room, hidden away, passive incomes here, there and everywhere. Yes, I desire some passive income and things that roll in the background, but I still desire connection. And I still desired to share my teachings of the world. So I remember we got to Thailand and we'd just been in Japan for a couple of weeks. I managed to go see the factories of the products I was buying and selling. And that was incredible to see. But it just, I got to Thailand and I was like, I'm ready to do this. I am ready to do what I'd wanted to do for a while. And I remember being back in London because I used to live in London before we were like traveling remotely. And being on the tube and one morning just like brain dumping the pattern cut and courses I wanted to share. I remember just brain dumping and being like, one day it would be so good to share this. So good to make this knowledge more accessible to more people as well. More people around the world. Because I had to move to London to learn what I learned. Yes, you could kind of learn it from books and locally, but it was like London was the place to be. And I wanted to make this knowledge more accessible. So when... Fast forward to Thailand. When I got there, I just had this like craving to go to the art shop there and buy the biggest piece of paper possible. So I bought an A1 size piece of paper and there was no logical thought in that. I was living out of a suitcase. So who buys an A1 piece of paper? 
an A1 piece of paper. It's like, I'm just going to write and brain dump. But I just needed that spaciousness. I just needed to be like, okay, this is my core idea. This is what I want to do. And I just needed to brain dump everything that had been locked away for so long. I needed to brain dump it on something that just felt free and fluid. Not on my phone that felt like I was putting it inside a rectangle, but something free and fluid that I could stick more pieces of paper on if I needed to. So I brain dumped all of this and it felt so freeing. And that's when my online courses started. And I was like, okay, this is, this can work. I can share these things. Doesn't matter where I am in the world. I can create eBooks that support them. I can create printables that support them and share, sell them as well if I want. And that's what I do too. And it just felt so right. I was like, it doesn't matter where I am. I don't need to go to the post office. I'm not trading time for money. I can sell this course that I'm creating now and then I can create another one. And whilst I'm creating another one, I can carry on selling that one. Like it was like, ah, this all makes sense. This feels right. This feels like it works for my dream lifestyle as well. And you may be thinking, how on earth do you create courses no matter where you are in the world? What if you need equipment? Do you know what? There's equipment all around the world. No matter where you are, you can source it, you can hire it, you can find it. I literally um, rented, sorry, an Airbnb in Australia and made sure it had white walls so that I could record there, so the lighting was good. And I recorded my first course in an Airbnb. I now, of course, record courses wherever I am in the world. It doesn't matter where you are to record things. Yes, you may need equipment, so see what you need and yes some hobbies might be like oh my god I literally cannot do this anywhere in the world but there's always ways to make it work like if you're teaching laser cutting and you can't bring your laser cutter all around the world is there a place you can go and hire it for the day and record some courses on it record some tutorials on it is there a place where you can go and hire a load of photography equipment a load of tripods that you may not need when you're living in different places. There's so, so many ways around this. And normally actually the restriction is not the physical things, the restrictions are in our mind and how we think and what we know is our normal. Because when something isn't our normal, then we struggle to believe at that point that it's possible. But then the more we shift to that and the more we see it as possible, the more we build the evidence for that, the more we believe it is possible no matter what. So this is how I landed on creating online courses because I craved that connection. The connection to see people enjoying the knowledge. The impact I had was just lighting my soul up so much. To see people learn something they'd always wanted to learn no matter where they were in the world was just Oh, it just brings me so much joy to see them create things and be like, I never thought I'd be able to do this. It just lit me up so much, so much more than the other things. Yes, freelancing, you help people doing things. But being able to have more impact with online courses was just, it's just so incredible. So really take from this what feels right. I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong for this. There is no right or wrong. I'm not saying you have to create online courses or you have to freelance or you have to do a product-based business. I'm saying take what feels right for you and leave what doesn't. 
as always, it's your way. Your way is going to be the way that works for you because that's the way that's going to drive you forward and excite you. And when you're in the ebbs and it's not feeling like it's working, those are the things that are going to get you up again. So you're going to be like, wait a minute, I really believe in this. Like I believe in why I'm doing this. And it's always remembering your why. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing it this certain way as opposed to another way? Because when you can really anchor into that, it's like, okay, even when the ebbs are happening, I still believe I'm still going to be motivated. And even if I have doubt, I can get out of that spiral and continue. And the last part to all of this is to remember from what you can see as well from my journey is that if you try one way and it does not work for you, you can pivot. You can pivot, you can pivot, you can pivot. But it's as always thinking, am I pivoting for the right reasons? Am I pivoting because I tried this for two seconds and it didn't work? Or am I pivoting because it doesn't work for me and who I am? So it's just noticing the different energetics behind this to really understand why you're pivoting. But if it's like you're pivoting, you're thinking, actually, this would work so much better for my dream lifestyle and for how I work and what I desire in my life and how I want to feel. That's like, yes, this is why I'm pivoting. And I find that a lot of the clients who jump inside Passion to Profit, they are pivoting from one type of business to another because they desire more freedom, more ease. They desire to be able to have a different lifestyle. Having online courses and masterclasses and programs and one-to-one offers really supports the lifestyle they desire. So if you're thinking, yeah, I want to pivot my business to an online teaching-based business, then Passion to Profit is the place to be. Or if you're thinking, I want to start an online teaching-based business, whether that be you're sharing a masterclass, you're sharing a course, you're sharing one-to-one teachings, you have like a community thing, a subscription, then again, passion to profit is the place to be. It doesn't matter whether you're starting or pivoting, we're gonna set the foundations in place so that you're creating a sustainable business, a business that works for your dream lifestyle, a business that means your dream lifestyle becomes your reality. And we're gonna be not only really setting in place the strategies that work for you, and as always, there's gonna be options because it's your way. I'm not gonna say there's just one way, there is not a one size fits all method, there is a, These are the options, pick the option that's right for you. So I'm gonna be supporting you with the strategy and also with the mindset reframes. Because if your mindset isn't behind it, then that's when we struggle to like leap and do those big scary things or those things that feel big and scary. Things like showing up live, going on stories, selling an offer, pricing an offer, those kind of things. Those are the things that hold us back. But that's why I'm also going to be really there to support you, support you inside our private Telegram group. It's like WhatsApp and also on our hot seat coaching calls. You're not going to be alone in this. I'm going to be there to support you as are like minded people as well. And having that community can feel so good. I remember when I was growing my business, I felt so alone, so alone with the thoughts that come up, the doubts that come up. But when you're inside a group like that, you realize actually you're just human, everyone has these thoughts. 
and that can then mean that when you're having these thoughts you're like oh it's okay everyone has these thoughts and then we realize we have a choice and we can then transcend these thoughts a lot faster as well so if passion to profit sounds like it's for you then you can either jump inside if you go on my instagram click on my bio so my instagram is sarah underscore rosala i'll put this in the show note as well as the link to passion to profit you can just use the show note link as well or if you're like i want to talk it through i want to feel into it this feels a lot this feels scary then just drop into my dms i'm never going to give you the answer i am only going to give you the space to feel into it because I know these things can feel scary and it's like when you get the bounce ideas around, bounce your thoughts, bounce your fears, bounce around your questions, then it's like then you can make a decision that feels right for you. Feels right for you in this moment, the energy you have, what's going on around you and all the kind of things. And of course, as always, if you have any questions or you had any downloads from this episode, drop me a DM. I love to hear from you. You know where to find me at Sarah with a H underscore Rosalar, which I'll pop in the show notes. 